Millie Vanilli saying, girl, I'm gonna miss you. So relevant, so relevant, so relevant. It is Closet Conversations on SAFM. Not suitable for those who are under the age of 18. So this song, right, everyone is going on and on. I'm seeing people saying here, my favorite song, Patricia, so nice. Others are saying, oh, this is Siang Osi. Wow, Patricia, I remember my father playing this song on Sundays at home in the 90s. And then Vinny, what, what, what a nice song there. Now I wish I wasn't going to separate with the mother of my child. But because of recently losing my job, I'm moving back home this Friday. Very keen to hear how I can spice up my long-distance relationship. Guys, this is what we're going to do, A-teamers. This is what we're going to do. We're going to welcome a couple who's going to help us understand how they've been overcoming challenges. But A-teamers, please also come in. Give us your advice. Give us how you are overcoming. Things are quite tough. People are relocating because of losing jobs or because of finding jobs. Or people can't even move due to the lockdown restrictions across the globe. The number where we are going to interact is on WhatsApp 0614 SMS 41391. SMS is a charge at one and 50. You can call on 0891-104-207 or 011-714-4045. I'd like to welcome Patrick and Khunzi Mutsi. Khunzi is in South Africa, while her husband, Patrick, is in Uganda. So their last name is Mutusi. Patrick, warm welcome to you. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Patricia, for having me on the show. And I'd like to welcome your lovely wife, Khunzi. How are you, Khunzi? Hi, Patricia. I'm, I'm fine, thanks. Now, we are aware that uh, the two of you are a married couple, but Patrick has been away for the past seven months. And in that seven months, you have given birth to your son, who is now three months old. And uh, Patrick, as the father of the baby, has never seen his son um, or even held his son in his arms, and this lockdown has been a really tough time for the two of you. Let's start with you, Honsi. How have things been? <sighs> where, to, where to start, but it, it has really been a very difficult time um, because when the lockdown started, I was in the late uh, stages of the pregnancy. Um, and it initially started like at 21 days, so I was actually naive enough to believe that it would be 21 days. And we were planning, Patrick was planning to come to be with me for the birth. But um, yeah, so that didn't happen. And then we later learned that you know it kept being postponed. And yeah, so we are still in lockdown. And um, yeah, so the baby's three months, so it's been really, really very difficult trying to um, recover from a cesarean birth um, and also just, uh, um, you know, the waking up at night all those times um, and, and, and she was not around. And yeah, so it's, it's, it's been a very difficult time and it's a, we're dealing with the global pandemic. So of course, there's the usual stresses of um, trying to keep yourself safe and wash your hands and, you know, sanitize and then have to deal with a new baby and have to deal with the fact that your loved one is not around. Mm. Really yeah. difficult. So for the past seven months, you have not seen your husband. 
and uh, yeah, it, 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 I can understand how difficult it is. Patrick, for you, how has it been not being able to be supportive to your wife, meet your son for the first time, hold your son in your hands? How has this been for you? Uh, it's really frustrating, even though we may not have uh, control over it as such, but uh, we've been uh, really trying to get over and try to move on, but also looking for a point where we can get to see each other. So that that is the work which is going on day in, day out, every day. We have to talk about when are we going to meet, when are we going to get that window, because it's not easy, and um, as you said, it's seven months, and seven months is a long time, and in between you have a baby, and uh, with this kind of separation, and the way even you would expect me, and being the first baby, I would expect to be there to hold the baby and uh, be excited about this new baby. And even when the, when she went for for the cesarean section, it was very, also very heartbreaking because she can only be there alone. It, it's, I mean, nobody wants to experience some of these things alone. You want somebody to be there and hold you, hold your back, and, and be able to support each other together. But uh, because we were not able to fly at that point when I was planning to book a flight and come down to South Africa, then there was a lockdown. And that lockdown, not necessarily in South Africa, it was also in Uganda. So these things are not specifically happening in one country, they're also happening in another country. And you find yourself in a lot of uh, confusion and frustration. But uh, I guess one of the avenues to get through this is about talking about it and creating awareness about it. And uh, I'm sure I will find a way, and very soon I'm, I'm, I will see my son. On, on, I mean, we will interact one-on-one. -on -one. That's what I want. Mm. You know, Patrick, I'd like to ask, what are the circumstances, were the circumstances that led for you to be in Uganda seven months ago? Um, I originally, I'm a Kenyan, actually. And we met with Honte in, in Kenya, and that is right in 2016. And then uh, just uh, a little bit, then I changed work and I came to Uganda. Then all along it has been very okay. I mean, like flying in South Africa was so easy. Like you can go there every month, every two months, and it was fine. We didn't have any issues until until Corona came in because... We all planned a lot of things, just working, operating from Uganda to South Africa. She could come to Uganda. I could come to South Africa. We also planned all our marriage, uh, including uh, bringing my parents to South Africa to witness our marriage. And uh, it has all been working all well until now. I, I left South Africa in January, um, early January, and then I came back to Uganda, and the plan was... I was supposed to come back there and witness the, the, the birth of the baby and be together with her during the, when, when, when she is undergoing a cesarean section. But then I was about to book uh, a flight in March, and that is when lockdown happened in 15th uh, of March, I guess, mm. around 
somewhere there. So, it seems so that I basically work in Uganda. Yeah. Yeah, I work in Uganda and, um, you know, at the end of the day, we are working on logistics. So now we can be together either in Uganda or in Kenya or in South Africa or in whatever country. It doesn't matter so long as we are together. So the two of you, it seems, uh, are a multinational um, couple and you've never really been in the same country for a long time. How have you managed to keep the embers of love burning? Maybe, Khunzi, you can take this one. Yeah, um, I think, um, as as Patrick said, that... um, you know, before um, COVID, um, traveling hasn't really been an issue. Um, I suppose we've we've been lucky enough that you know we could um, you know always afford um, you know to, to fly. Um, I, I you know I've I've always worked for um, you know like an international NGO, so I would travel a lot. So it wasn't really. Uh, sometimes we would, you know, you, you, you kind of um, use some of those um, visits or flights um, when you when you traveling forward to kind of, uh, you know, give time to see him. So um, it, it, it hasn't. We've never really gone, you know, without seeing each other for 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 like for three months or so. It has always been like, you know, maybe like. Just the other month, like maybe uh, two months or so, or on the third month. So we've never really um, kind of been in that situation where we felt like, okay, I really, really miss you that much. Um, so yeah, we, we've kind of kept things going like that. Uh, but as he said, the idea was always that we would at some point be together because we cannot, especially if we want to be raising kids, we can't we can always be flying from one country to the other. So the idea was that at some point we will uh, settle down in, in one country. But so far, we, we didn't see the COVID thing coming. So, you know, um, this is the most stressful that we have ever um, you know, been. It, it, it does sound very stressful, but it sounds like your relationship has been able to weather the long-distance issues that other couples are facing. I'd like to go to my WhatsApps here where some of our A-teamers have sent me messages. Tabo in Maseru says, I live in Maseru and my fiancé works in Lady Brand. She used to live with me in Maseru, but since borders got sealed, it's impossible to be together. It's so painful as we see no end in sight for this misery. And it's so, so unfair. I'm worried that this might end up destroying our relationship. Patrick, from Tabo's message, you know, what sort of encouragement could you give Tabo around how to keep a relationship afloat even if you are in two different countries, two different provinces? Oh, okay. I I hear Tabo, what he's talking about. Uh, First of all, uh, I'll be very categorical and say that the first thing you need to think about is not about um, the entirety, or you don't need to create the entirety of your separation. The first thing you need to do is to make sure that there's a, um, a, a proper communication, which we always do with ONSE and the very exciting communications, not necessarily about um, exactly what you did the last night. Sometimes some of uh, our communication might be political, some 
We talk a lot about a lot of things, and at the end of the day, you find the day is gone, and you just feel like you are still together. Now, the next thing is uh, there must be a goal. I mean, what is your end goal, and what is your end game? For now, we understand there is corona, but uh, corona will 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 go will will disappear, or it will end, or at some point we'll be able to go back to a normal life. But for now, to get through and sustain your love, then you have to talk to each other and have your end goal properly set so that you, you have something you are looking forward to. Like, for example, for us with Onte, we are looking forward uh, to living together and raising our family together. That's mm. what we are attached to, whether Corona is there or not. Corona, we, we are looking forward to being together. That's all I can say to Tabo. You know, the song you've just played reminds me of my growing up. You know, it's so nice to be an old mutual. My former English teacher then sang it like this, no tomorrow. Let me get to the point. Phone sex will do them good. You know, this lockdown impacts negatively on long distance relationship. Phone sex is not tantamount to that. You know what I'm talking about. But if it does not do, do me good, similarly to Lekwanda, so let them try it. Maybe it will do them good. You know who you are talking to. Good evening. Well, there's some advice there for everyone who's in a long-distance relationship. We are being told that phone sex could work, and it comes from a person who calls themselves an old mutual, <laughs> I suppose because of the age. So, Khunse, has, has this worked for you? I know you've just given birth to a three-month-old baby, and sometimes the hormones don't allow for you to, um, to, to want to be intimate. But before giving birth, was phone sex one of the ways that you guys were able to stay intimate, despite the fact that you weren't able to see? Each other. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see this one coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, um, y- yeah. I think previously, yeah, we we would have those kind of conversations where, um, you know, we flirt a bit, or uh, you know, I'd send um, him a video, um, you know. So we we yeah we, we've kind of done that uh, before, um, uh, and yeah I mean it it does um, you know it, it it works you bring in a little bit of humor as well, um, so um, but now as you said I I, I yeah it's really been <laughs> it's not even something we think about it's not it's not what we talk about it's not what we think about yeah and maybe because there's a baby or I think it's just the anxiety of of the pandemic that yeah kind of yeah we're not thinking about it so, I'm not <laughs> okay you not I'm glad that you're honest Patrick are you not thinking about sex at this time uh, to be honest, I do. Ah, I'm uh, glad you're honest. Lie, but yeah, so um, uh, when when it comes to sex and, and sexual thoughts, um, sometimes people want to make it so much explicit, and that can make you overstimulated, which is not good sometimes. So as I think I moderate it sometimes, even on the nose, I don't jump into all that. Uh, but we do a lot of uh, flirting and a lot of dirty talk, you know. That's, that's what I would say. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are listening right now and they're taking notes, right? This is a couple who's married, live in three different parts of Africa. So it's Uganda, Kenya, and South Africa. And uh, they are they, they flirt and they talk dirty and they send videos. And, they, and I love what Patrick said. He says, don't overdo it because it overstimulates you and that could lead to some trouble. So Atima here, Siang Osi says, Hi Patricia, I'm also currently in a long distance relationship with my partner being in the Eastern Cape and I'm in Johannesburg, but I believe that love has no borders or restrictions, even though it's tough times. If people are meant to be, nothing can separate them because the connection of two hearts bounded in love can never be separated. If Mandela and Winnie could do it for 27 years, then the rest of us don't have an excuse, really. That's from Siankosi. Sia, wow, okay. I love your fresh perspective on this. Um, And then let me go to other A-teamers here. The other A-teamer is saying, looks like life is tough on other men as his son will be calling him uncle. Don't know I I may survive that huge uh, from being apart because now I'm seeing my wife for seven days every month. Video calls play a major part and online kiss works for me. That's from Maswabi in Bloemfontein, uh, Richards Bay by work though. So Maswabi says, Patrick, your son might end up calling you uncle because he might not know you. Uh, not really necessarily, but uh, now I understand he's, he's beginning to to see a bit. And uh, he normally sees me on the phone when, when we do video calls and he smiles and we talk. Um, not, I mean, in quotes, I say we talk because when he looks at me, he smiles back and I wave and he's, he's like looking at me. I, 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 I think of that as a, as a connection. Sometimes circumstances will force you to do some things, but you don't have necessarily to, to like, penalize yourself because of circumstances. You deal with it the way it is. Mm, and that's very necessary to deal with things the way they are and to be very open and honest. Sake Joko in Chatsworth uh, is saying, I grew up in Durban and met the mother of my child here. After our daughter was born, I wanted to study full time and I was accepted in CPUT and um, had to live in Cape Town for three years. What a long three years it was. I had no more energy in me for long distance relationships. Mm. Sometimes circumstances are not that pleasant. So I'd like to thank you, Honsi, and I'd like to thank you, Patrick, uh, for sharing your story with us and also encouraging um, our A-teamers as to how long-distance relationship can be kept afloat. Thank you so very much to the both of you. Thank you. Thank you. This is Late Night Conversations. I love you. Oh, oh, wait, wait, Patrick, we we, we missed that. Patrick? (laughs) I missed that. I, I, can you please repeat yes. that? Have a conversation with Honsi again? Yeah, I I just said, hi, Honsi. I mean, Honsi, I love you. Bye. That, that, I mean, it's always like that. I mean, oh, I didn't take this as, a, oh, as an online radio. I, 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 Listen, mean, I just thought like you we were talking. So You are encouraging us. You're encouraging us, Patrick. Honsi, respond to your man. (laughs) 
come again? Respond to your man. Your man just said he loves oh, I you. I love you too. I love you too, babe. All right, Patrick and Khunzi, you guys are the ultimate long-distance couple, okay? We love you both. Thank you for sharing your story with us. And good luck with the baby. And uh, hopefully when you come back to South Africa, uh, Patrick, and you reunite with your wife and your son, we'll be able to catch up with you then. Okay, thank you. Okay. Wiz Khalifa featuring Charlie Puth, When I See You Again. Very relevant music here. Uh, modern music. I don't think the uh, old mutuals are going to say much about this song, but I know uh, it's within my age gap. And uh, for those who are in long-distance relationships, yo, my hearts are going out to you guys, especially at this time of uh, lockdown and travel restrictions and borders being closed. It is Definitely a difficult time, but a time that you can get over it if you've got the right mindset. So I'd like to remind you that in Closet Conversations today, we are focusing on family and relationships that are bi-national or bi-provincial, and you are not able to see each other due to the restrictions. Call us and let us know what your experience has been. And uh, the number to dial is 0891-104-207 or 011-714-4045. WhatsApp number is 0614104107. And on SMS, you can get us on 41391. Our next guests are ready. However, it's only the one half of the team that is ready. The other half, which is in Cameroon, we are trying to get hold of her and it's proving to be a bit difficult because of network and uh, all those restrictions. So you can imagine how difficult it is for the couple to communicate if network is sometimes an issue between the two countries. But when we do get hold of them both, we will introduce them to you. For now, I'd like to go to the A-teamers who are just crying about what's going on here in terms of uh, lockdown and not being able to be with their partners. I'm seeing here um, from Donald Mamboma in Rustenburg. Donald says, good evening, Patricia and the A-team. That's good to hear um, uh, tactics for long-distance relationships. So, Donald, yeah, um, I also really enjoyed hearing our first couple, Patrick and Khunzi uh, Mutusi, who are just, loyalty is one of the things that I, I read from them and also constant communication communication and finding ways around being intimate but also not uh, overdoing things. And then I see a message here from A-teamer uh, GT Mutsamai saying, good evening in studio. Can you please, oh, shame man, he wants a song here, Marvin Gaye, my love is waiting. Clearly someone is missing a partner here. Okay, we'll see what we can do. We don't really have much time that uh, is left on the show, but we'll definitely see what we can do. And then I've got here Vezink Osi, at Ingwavuma. Vezi says, Patricia and your guests, basically, whenever we will put loyalty and integrity aside, automatically relationships cannot be more effective. Also, truthfully and respecting the dignity of each other can value the parallelism of love. That's from Vezinkosi. Let me introduce Nelson. Nelson, good evening. Uh, you are here in South Africa and your partner, Miranda, is in Cameroon. How are you, Nelson? I'm very fine, thank you. And thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> We're trying to get hold of your partner, but like I said earlier, network is a bit of a challenge, but Benzito is doing his best to make sure that we get Miranda on the line. You two have been apart from each other for the past 200 days. How difficult has that been, Nelson? 
yeah, yeah, it's it's been difficult. It's it's not been easy at all. Um, but we've been finding ways to cope through it. Um, yeah, um, when the lockdown started, we the restrictions started. We were hoping, okay, we can do with three weeks. And then it moved on to an additional two weeks. We said we can do with that, and up to a point where it's almost indefinite, and it's, it's we just shattered by that. So it's really difficult, I must admit. Um, I can't be. It's difficult to be separated from my wife for this long. Sure, it it, it must be very difficult. And uh, we got your wife finally, Miranda. Warm welcome to you on SAFM. How are you doing that side in Cameroon? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me here today, tonight. So 200 days away from your husband. Shoo, my darling, how have you been coping? <laughs> it's really, really hard, I must say. And it's really not been easy. Like FaceTime and the WhatsApp calls. I mean, they can't compare to spending actual time with him. And I mean, it's really, really hard for us. I can I can only imagine. So what are the tactics, Nelson, that you and your wife have been using? Because we understand there's a lot of anxiety around the pandemic, right? There's nothing much we can do about that except for using sort of like survival skills to overcome these uh, anxieties. But what tactics have you been using as a couple, Nelson, to ensure that you are both happy and um, are both feeling secure within your relationship? Um, uh, one of the things is, okay, we've ended up spending so much more screen time together because we want to always be together. So we so much more on our phones, on calls, on chats, um, most especially in the evenings after we're done with our busy schedules in the day, we hang out together and just spend time together talking. Obviously, that would never replace the physical contact because we're social beings, but but to to get through this, we, we just spend more time together on, on social media, on, on calls, and that's that's been the way we get through it and just share stories together, talk about like anything together, share a lot together, and yeah, that's about how we've been going through it. Miranda, you know, sometimes us as ladies are, are, are infamous for being insecure. How are you dealing with insecurities? I know it's lockdown. Perhaps you know that your husband is not really going out much, not seeing people much, and people are not seeing him because he's got a mask on his face. But how do you deal with your insecurities? Um, before anything else, I trust my husband. We've been together five years before we got married in December, and nothing like unfaithfulness or anything has been an issue the main thing is like i mean i will repeat it uh facetime calls and uh messages in no way replace being with each other in real life mm. for as for security i i trust him and we spend a lot of time together we try to make our time even though he's working online but we always try to give ourselves some priority and try to be in each other's lives even though it's it's not working we keep telling ourselves uh, a few more weeks and even though none of us knows how many more weeks it will be 
We've been saying this for 213 days as of now, and we're still hoping. Mm. And uh, the love is still strong, clearly. Now, I'd like to go to our A-teamers here who have sent a message. And uh, this A-teamer is anonymous, says, Hi, Patricia. I'd like to remain anonymous. I guess a long distance will never work for me. It happened when I was still studying. Me and my partner, she was in uh, Johannesburg and I was in Durban. We only get to see each other when schools are closed. Patricia was hurt when it took about five months with out seeing each other when i call on the phone i heard a sound of a child when i asked about the child i thought she was joking when she said it's her child i lost hope on the long distance relationships few can stay loyal and be trustworthy nelson this anonymous message has just broken my heart but obviously this is a relationship that was outside of the parameters of marriage um how can you how can you ensure that you keep your partner happy and fulfilled despite the fact that you are apart from each other okay um before i answer that i'll just say we've been married for seven months and we we just got separated right a few weeks after the marriage and I've been really learning a lot from this journey and <laughs> I've come to know what makes my wife really happy um, when we are together physically and I'm beginning to learn now what makes her really happy when we are apart and even through 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 the social media like we say so one, one of the things that um, really keeps us going is, is that time we spent together and that uh, and it's not it's way beyond the time because you can spend time with someone and sometimes you might really not care it's way beyond the time it's what we discuss together it's 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 what we we share together it's what we say the words we exchange with each other that has gone a long way to really keep our relationship going there's been times when yes it gets tough and with the distance um, disagreements, uh, it's, easy, it's very easy for disagreements to creep in and it's also difficult to solve, to resolve the disagreements because of the distance. But we've been able to go through those um, with the words we use towards each other, with being positive towards each other and, and, and all of that. Um, also, there's, there's many ideas I have which I'm still to like get out there as far as um, strengthening our relationship is concerned and as far as getting my wife fulfilled is concerned um, that those who come in the pipeline if this have to persist let us uh, go to Tembelile, who's in Durban, and uh, Tembelile sends us a WhatsApp, and she says, "Good evening, uh, Sis Pat, and all your listeners. Communication keeps a relationship going. I am in a long-distance relationship. I got locked down here in South Africa, and my partner is in Zimbabwe. Our honesty and constant communication keeps us surviving. I like what the first couple said." talk about generally everything from politics, social, and a whole lot of things. We are always planning our life, checking out our investments. Our focus is on the vision that we both looking forward to. It is not easy, but we are surviving. So, you know, um, Marinda, couples are surviving. Here's Tembelile, who's in South Africa and her partner is in Zimbabwe. And they are surviving. And it sounds like you, the two of you are also surviving. You find means and ways to make sure that your relationship stays afloat. Yeah, 
Are you there still, Miranda? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Sorry, I didn't hear you. All right, let's take a breather. We'll come back and we'll recap on that. Please stay with us, the both of you. This is SAFM Late Night Conversations. The time is 10 minutes to midnight and we are talking long distance relationship. We've got our couple here, um, husband who is Nelson. He's currently in South Africa and the wife is Miranda. She's in Cameroon and they've been under lockdown for more than 200 days days and they've not seen each other so let's be compassionate to this couple let's give them encouragement but also tell us your experiences and maybe we can learn from each other a teamers the number to dial is 0891-104-207 or sms us on 41391 whatsapp on 0614-104-107 don't forget this is sfm late night conversations Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. SAFM Late Night Conversations with me, Patricia Ntuli. We are speaking long-distance relationships. My guests uh, on the line are a couple that has been separated geographically due to the lockdown travel restrictions. They've been apart from each other for over 200 days. Now, this is a couple, Nelson, who's currently based in South Africa, and his wife, Miranda, who's in Cameroon. We'd love to hear from you if you are also in a long-distance relationship. And also, let's give words of encouragement to this uh, beautiful couple. The number that you can dial us on is 0891-104-207. And I know the A-teamers have ounces and ounces of advice when it comes to such things from how we can keep our flames uh, alight uh, intimately even though we are in lockdown and we are not seeing each other to how we can make sure that we communicate effectively the whatsapp number that you can send this advice on is 0614104107 okay thank you uh, ms patricia the topic the topic you are talking about is i I mean, I'm in the same situation. We are talking about the long distance due to COVID-19. So me and my woman we live in different provinces. She was she's studying um, in the university here in Gauteng. So, but now she had to return home because of this COVID. Uh, she, she lives now in KZN. So. I don't know which when will I see her again? Last time I saw her was in March, I think, before lockdown. So, so it's been long, 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 long. I don't know now, it's about seven months or six months. So it's very, very hard. When the course is actually, I had a COVID, it doesn't talk. I think I was going to see the other so yeah, that's the lockdown. So we don't, I don't know who's obuyanini. I can't travel to her. Nah, she can't travel to me. So it's been very, very hard. Yeah, it's very hard to be in a lot of relationship now. Eh? 
Things are quite tough for a lot of people who are in long-distance relationships and uh, this uh, pandemic has not made things easy. Uh, here I have an A-teamer saying, Hi Patricia, I think COVID-19 affected everyone, including couples who stay together. I mean, since it started, I haven't kissed my wife for obvious reasons, but we're still going strong. So my advice to those long-distance couples is to communicate regularly. Love each other. All this shall pass. Thank you, and God bless you all. My goodness. Okay, so Anonymous, I wish I could speak to you on the line because you are staying with your partner in the same house, but you have not been able to kiss her. And I'm I'm also assuming that if you can't kiss her or you have chosen not to be kissing, you are also not being intimate. And this is very um, strenuous for people who are living together. And talk less of those who are not living with each other. Miranda and um, her husband Nelson are still with us. Miranda, tell me something. In terms yeah. of intimacy, how do you guys keep the flames burning? Mm, that's a strong word. Honestly, there's nothing we can do about being intimate because, I mean, we are so many miles apart from each other. So we usually do video calls and just find the side, just look at each other, send kisses and wishes. I wish you were here. I wish, I wish. And we just keep wishing. But honestly, um, the flame of love is still there because we communicate as much as possible. We spend a lot of time together and I mean, we are praying to and hoping that things will change, but it's really not been easy because we are newlyweds and I mean, this was this was supposed to be the time when we really get to spend more intimate time together, explore our bodies and I mean, enjoy ourselves, our marriage and everything, but it's not happening. So mm. it's really tough and it's not funny. Yo, it's not funny. I can hear from your voice. And uh, Nelson, how are you coping? I mean, either than the video calls, is there anything else that you guys are engaging in? I know the couple we spoke to uh, initially say they do like a bit of dirty talk and phone sex. Do you guys employ the same tactics to make sure that you're still intimate with each other, Nelson? Yo, I realized in the last two months we've gotten so used to talking dirty to each other. <laughs> it's, it's it's one of the things that, I mean, just crept in, like, yeah. But, um, um, yeah, we, yeah, what the videos is the same thing. Like, my wife, she, she likes, she also likes to dance. Usually, um, I just like to watch her dancing in a video. She sends it, and sometimes I send her videos too, and pictures. So those, 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 the intimacy going in this time they mm. really help all right so dance for your man send him that video dance for your lady twerk for each other uh <laughs> talk dirty we're learning new things you hate sex each other um, <laughs> and all these lovely and yummy things that we never thought we'd end up doing but clearly virtual intimacy is the new norm especially around COVID 19 here we've got a couple that says they are living in the same house but they don't even kiss because of COVID 19 Good evening, A-teamers. For the mere fact that these relationships are within the marriage parameters, they are bound to survive. They are bound to succeed because marriage is a holy matrimony. May God bless you 
and be with you all during this difficult time. Thank you. What a beautiful message. Thank you so very much. And I think the couple is happy about this. Um, let me go to another A-teamer here. Uh, says, hi, I am Andre. I am from Mozambique and I was locked in South Africa and my partner is in Mozambique. True love and uh, co common goals keeps the relationship strong. And I think that's what the two of you have done, um, Nelson and uh, Miranda. Yes, yes, yeah. we've kept that. We've really kept that going. Um, we've, despite the lockdown and despite the fact that it's difficult to 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 plan together, we've still decided like to make plans and what are we going to do now? What are we going to do with regards to the future? And even though it's lockdown, we still work towards those things. We do what we can do together and work towards those things. And it's very important that we keep ourselves busy. We really keep ourselves busy in this time um, so that we're not completely lost in the, in, the, in the negativity that the whole issue brings. Mm. You know, I'd like to thank the both of you, but more especially to Miranda, because Miranda, you are the one who initiated this interview. And uh, it's so sad that we can't connect in a better way, but at least we managed to speak to you. Um, maybe would you like to say something to your husband, Miranda, before we let you go? Okay, I would like to say that um, nothing, regardless of the situation, can change the feeling or reduce the love that I have for you. It's far more than distance. It's far more than the mouse and everything. I'll wait for you and I'm hoping things will get better so I can be with you sometime soon so that I can hug you and spend time with you and make love to my husband because we want to have babies. We want to make love to each other. We want to spend time with each other. We want to build our lives together. And I love you. Thank you for waiting for me. And I'm waiting for you too on the other side. I love you so much, Nelson. Thank you. Nelson, you can respond to your beautiful wife who just wants to hug you and make love to you. Wow, that's so touching, baby. <laughs> uh, I love you too so much. And I'm really, really looking forward to when all of this will end so that we will really be together the way it should be. This is not the way it should be. But I know we'll do everything to make sure that things um, pan out the way it should be. And I really love you. I'll continue to love you. Despite the distance, the further it gets, the more I love you. Oh. Miranda and Nelson, thank you so very much for joining us. And we wish you guys all the best in your relationship. And after lockdown, please make a lot of love and make sure that you have many babies, okay? All right, then. Thank you very much. And I'm going to close off with Oum Ray's message. Oum Ray is in Harding and says, A team is for me and my wife, it's been like this even before Corona because I'm a trucker. All we do is call every single day. And that's how people are surviving in long distance relationships. Open communication, trusting each other, communicating via phone, sexting. And when you get the opportunity to be with each other, make sure that it is fire, baby. And uh, that's how we close off uh, today's uh, segment of uh, Late Night Conversations. From the A-Team, I'd like to thank you, A-Team, and wish you that goodness and grace lead you all to the great heights of success.